Let's pray some folks through on Friday night. I wouldn't mind praying some folks through tonight. In fact, I've already prayed through a couple times tonight, but I wouldn't mind doing it again. I wouldn't mind if some of you got prayed through tonight, too. Hallelujah. Well, Brother Jared Hilton, I don't know how you're going to outdo your brother. But I got faith in you. I got faith in you that we're about to hear from the Lord. I really do. I believe that God's talked to him. And I believe the Lord's about to talk to us. Praise God. I want you to come. Take your liberty tonight. Tell us what the Lord's put on your heart. Praise God. Praise the Lord, everybody. It feels so good in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. It feels really good tonight to be in his house. The rich presence of the Lord that's here. Can you feel his glory tonight? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why don't we just take a moment and thank him for what we're feeling. Hallelujah. Come on, not everybody gets this privilege. But I'm grateful, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. You've been good to me. You're merciful. Oh, your love, your truth, your divine healing power, God, your anointing, God, your spirit, God, that's in this house. Somebody thank the Lord for what you're a part of tonight. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles, let's open them to Exodus chapter 33. Amen. I want to say thank you to Pastor for this opportunity to share what, you know, I believe the Lord spoke to me too. Now, here in a few minutes, you guys will determine whether or not you feel like the Lord spoke to me. Amen. Amen. And I am sure he did too. Amen. I'm, I'm confident in what the Lord has provided to me now. Mid this afternoon, I wasn't nearly as confident as I am right now. Amen. But I began to pray and began to seek the Lord's face. And I have been this week. And um, I realized about 30 minutes before prayer started kind of why I hadn't really landed upon what the Lord wanted me to say is because there was something that I already had. I've never preached this before, but it was something I had um, sort of a general sense of direction for. And as I read through these notes, and I'm not even sure, honestly, how I got to them, Holy Ghost came all over me. And I feel like, um, based on some of the things Pastor Hilton has said, some of the things Pastor has said, that I'm right in the vein of the Holy Ghost. I know that the Lord has spoken to me. Yeah. Amen. Amen. But... Uh, I'm, it's not enough for the Lord to speak to me, even how great that is. I, I'm nothing, amen, and I'm grateful for the fact that the Lord would deal with me about his great people, amen. But it's so much more important, amen, that we, in, in the way that you have responded in pre-service prayer and throughout the worship, I would just make this request. Can you continue that spirit of response to the spirit of the Lord? Because if you do, I mean, there's no telling what God can do in this place. It's not because of me. It's not because of anything I say. There's not a magic formula, no special words that I can put together. But it's because of a hunger and a desire from the people of God. Amen. Amen. So we will see. Exodus chapter 3. I'm sorry, 33. You had it right the first time. Verses 18 through 23 tells us, picks up in the story of Moses in the time when he was requesting 
of the Lord this great request. And many of us are probably familiar with Exodus chapter 33, verse 18 said, And he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee. And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee. And will be gracious. <laughs> and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. Amen. The Lord is describing what Moses has just requested. He said, show me your glory. He said, I will let my goodness pass before you. You want to see my, here's, here's a little snapshot of my glory. My goodness will pass before you. And I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. And he said, thou canst not see my face, for there shall no man see me and live. And the Lord said, behold, there is a place by me, and thou shalt stand upon a rock, and it shall come to pass while my glory passeth by that I will put thee in the cleft in a cliff on the rock and will cover thee with my hand while I pass by. And I will take away mine hand. And thou shalt see my back parts, but my face shall not be seen. I want to preach on this subject tonight, going for the glory. Let's lay down our Bibles and ask the Lord to help us tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. If you've laid down your Bibles, why don't you clap your hands to the Lord and give him some thanks for what we feel in his house tonight. Hallelujah, amen. You can be seated tonight. The, the term glory, amen, throughout Scripture is used to describe the material wealth or the, the physical and tangible items that are owned when referencing the glory of an individu individual. You can read out the Old Testament and see about the Bible describing the glory of Jacob or the glory of Laban and, and, and many, many others. Amen. We can read one of those instances here, Genesis chapter 31, verse 1. And he heard the words... Of Laban's sons saying, Jacob hath taken away all that was our father's. And of that which was our father's hath he gotten all this glory. In other words, the brothers or, or the, the sons of Laban was saying that Jacob wouldn't have any glory if he didn't get it from Laban. Amen. So it was a description, amen, of all that Jacob had and that was his. Amen. And again, that's the literal definition of the term glory. Amen. But in many instances throughout Old Testament and even today, we will talk about, as Pastor Hilton and Pastor Regan was talking just a few moments ago, amen, about the glory of God sharing, amen, God's glory, amen, with this generation. Amen. We have an idea or a uh, some concept of what we believe, amen, we mean when we use that term glory, amen. It's something more than just possessions and rich uh, and wealth and, and material goods. It's more than that. It is, amen, a spiritual glory, amen. It is a glory of, of a heavenly sense, something, amen, that God has bestowed upon His people. Amen. I'm talking about God's glory. God's glory is His possession. It is not our possession. It's not something that we can take from Him like Jacob did from Laban. Amen. The glory that God has available is given by God and God alone. Amen. If you want God's glory, you're going to have to seek Him for the glory. 
Amen. If you want the glory of God in your life, amen, you've got to go after the glory. You've got to retrieve it because it's only given to you from Him and Him alone. Hallelujah. And I would say, amen, that the true church, based on, amen, what I've heard tonight, based on, amen, the beginnings of this service, amen, there are some in this building, amen, that are interested in going for the glory. Hallelujah. We're not satisfied with just an ordinary church service. We're not satisfied with just another denominal building and sanctuary. Amen. But we want the glory of God. Amen. We want God's glory. Amen. To fall yet again. And again. And again. And again. Hallelujah. Amen. If that's the way you feel, why don't you give him some praise? Hallelujah. Isaiah 42 and 8 says, I am the Lord. This is my name. And my glory will I not give to another. Neither my praise to graven images. Amen. This is why idolatry is such a, amen, a look down upon sin and evil. Amen. Throughout the Old Testament. Because, amen, it's a wooden and stone sculpture trying to capture the glory of God. Hallelujah. Can't take it from him. Amen. It's only given to us. uh, Amen. From him. Amen. But repeatedly in the Old Testament. Amen. God. Amen. Provided various means for his people. Amen. To get acquainted with his glory. Hallelujah. Exodus chapter 16 and 10. Amen. Those early descriptions of the glory of God was, amen, many times described, amen, as a cloud or a fire. Hallelujah. Perhaps because better descriptions did not exist, I don't know. I wasn't there. Amen. But one interesting fact that I did notice, amen, and was consist- a consistent pattern. Amen. When you, amen, study and try to understand or try to grasp uh, this concept of God's glory is that it was always, uh, amen, in a place. Amen. You, you've perhaps heard the term the Shekinah glory. That word is not, amen, in your Bible. Amen. But it was uh, a, a Jewish word, a, a Hebrew word that was derived to describe or explain, amen, the Glory of God that existed with the Israelites as they departed from Egypt in the cloud and in the fire. It was a, it means, the word Shekinah, it means dwelling or just, it, it was there. Amen. It was a constant, uh, a visible, amen, a representation of his presence. It wasn't like it came and it went. Amen. The Shekinah glory was there. Hallelujah. And again, amen, if you read on into Exodus, uh, amen, the tabernacle, once all the commandments of God were fulfilled, amen, and the explicit direction that God gave Moses, uh, amen, in the rearing up of the tabernacle, what happened uh, on the next verse is that the glory of God filled that tabernacle. Hallelujah, because he obeyed, amen, because he heard the command of God, because he was willing to listen, because he heard the voice of God, amen, and he did everything that God said, amen, the glory, amen, came and dwelt with them. Hallelujah, hallelujah, I've got, amen, a ways to go tonight, amen, I don't want to go too fast, amen, but nor do I want to go too slow because I believe God doesn't want us to leave this place tonight, amen, he, I think what was going on earlier in worship service was a testimony to his own word, amen, saying I want to show my glory to my people, I'm not satisfied. Hallelujah. Amen, church. Amen. You can read through the Old Testament. God's great desire. Hallelujah. For his people. Amen. To witness and behold and to experience that glory. Hallelujah. It was as if the Lord was saying, 
All you have to do is obey and ask for it. And it's here. Just do these simple commandments. He made it black and white, clear as possible. And as you, hope I'm not jumping around too much here. As you read after the rearing up of the tabernacle, as they would just do their daily rituals or ordinances, they would perform their daily tasks. It was as if the Lord's glory would just visit with them again. A Levite was perhaps in the courtyard, amen, receiving the animal of sacrifice and taking it to, amen, that burnt altar, that, that altar for burnt sacrifice. And as it began to lift up, amen, as the flames began to reach up uh, to the heavens, uh, the glory of God would fall right there. And he would be reminded that this is God's house. This is a place that God chose to place his glory. And what I'm doing right now is an act. I'm actively pursuing God's glory. I'm actively going after what God made available to me. And I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to give a sacrifice. I'm willing to spill blood. I'm willing to give what I have. So that I can go for the glory. Amen. Friend, what you'll learn, amen, is that throughout the old, this pattern that I'm trying to describe to you is that in order to obtain God's glory, you've got to sacrifice your own glory. Amen. Give of your own glory. Let him receive of your glory so he can give to you more of his glory. Hallelujah. The glory of God, amen, is so much greater than a glory that we can obtain here on earth. The glory of God, amen, whether it is described as a cloud, amen, or as a fire, amen, has so much more to it, amen, than what you could obtain on this terra firma. Amen. Exodus chapter 16 and 10, and it came to pass as Aaron spake unto the whole congregation of the children of Israel that they looked toward the wilderness. Behold, the glory of the Lord appeared in a cloud. Exodus 24, 16 through 18, the glory of the Lord abode upon Mount Sinai. And the cloud covered it six days. The seventh day he called unto Moses out of the midst of the cloud. And the sight of the glory of the Lord was like devouring fire on top of the mountain. On top of the mount in the eyes of the children of Israel. Moses went into the midst of the cloud and got him up into the mount. And Moses was in the mount 40 days and 40 nights. Amen. These are the two. I just wanted to provide the scripture for the claims that I was making about uh, the scripture of God's glory as a cloud and fire. And that it would rest Amen. That it abode upon Mount Sinai and that Moses went to the top and was able to abide in God's glory for 40 days and 40 nights. Amen. Exodus 29, 42 through 45. This shall be a continual burnt offering throughout your generations. Describing, amen, the, the fire, the holy fire of God. At the door of the tabernacle of the congregation before the Lord. And the Lord says, this is where I will meet you. And speak there unto you, unto thee. And there I will meet with the children of Israel. God chose a place. And the, and the tabernacle shall be sanctified by my glory. Amen. When Moses completed the commandments that God gave him. And I'm not going to take the time, Sister Jasmine, to read it. But you can read it for yourself. Exodus 40, 17 through 33 Amen. The Bible says the Lord commanded him and Moses completed. And the Lord commanded this and, the, and Moses did this. And the Lord commanded this and Moses did this. Uh, amen. That wraps up in Exodus chapter 40 verse 33. Amen. But in Exodus chapter 40 verse 34, the Bible says that a cloud covered the tent of the, tab of the congregation. And the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And Moses was not able to enter into the tent of the congregation because the cloud abode thereon. And the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. 
Amen. We read in the Old Testament, amen, about a story where the Philistines took the Ark of the Covenant. Amen. But I want to submit this, and I could be wrong. Pastor can correct me, amen, if I'm wrong here. Amen. But because the physical object, amen, was removed, amen, you can see how the Lord blessed those who had possession of the Ark of the Covenant. Amen. But the Bible says that the glory is God's and that He is the one that chooses, amen, to give it. Amen. So that the Philistines, when they stole the object that represented God's glory, amen, it wasn't possible for them to steal God's glory. Hallelujah. Amen. The glory of God is something much different, amen, than man's vain glory. Amen. Men look to receive glory here on earth, amen, prestige and honor and respect. Amen. Men's glory can be given and it can be taken, but the glory of God is permanent, amen, and it resides where the Lord places it. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. In 2 Chronicles chapter 7, amen, we start reading about a new structure, amen, where the Lord decided to place his glory. Amen. When Solomon completed the construction of the house of God according to the plan of God, the glory of God descended in 2 Chronicles 7 verses 1 through 3. Now when Solomon had made an end of praying, the fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices. And the glory of the Lord filled the house. And the priest could not enter into the house of the Lord because the glory of the Lord had filled the Lord's house. And when all the children of Israel saw how the fire came down and the glory of the Lord upon the house, they bowed themselves with their faces to the ground upon the pavement and worshiped and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good. Amen. And his mercy endureth forever. Hallelujah. Amen. It seems to me, amen, that when the people of God, amen, became, came near to God's glory, they were made aware of His goodness and His mercy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Furthermore, amen, they weren't concerned, amen, about the neighbor next to them or the brother and sister down the pew from them. Amen. But they themselves bowed down. Hallelujah. With their faces on the pavement. It doesn't matter what this feels like. It doesn't matter what I'm going through when I get back home. Amen. I'm in the glory of God. Hallelujah. Amen. There was a common desire. There was a, there was a sense of hunger. As you read through these passages in the scripture. Amen. You could kind of, it's kind of there. You could just feel the desire of the people of God. I want to get this right. I want to make this the temple of God. Can you imagine? Can you imagine creating the temple of God? God giving you direct instruction on how every stone is to be laid. Their color. Amen. Their their grooves, the, 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 the intricate, amen, designs, amen. And to, the, to every letter, amen, the Israelites, the children of Israel, amen, obeyed. And they were rewarded with God's glory. House of God is where God's glory came to meet with his people. Leviticus 9 and 6 Moses said, this is the thing which the Lord commanded that you should do. The glory of the Lord shall appear unto you. Numbers 14 and 10. But all the congregation bade stone them with stones. And the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of the congregation before all the children of Israel. Amen. It, it's indisputable. Amen. That in both the tabernacle, in the, in the tent, amen, and in the temple, amen, the glory of God was evident, amen, and available to the children of Israel, amen, and even as you read through these passages of scripture, you see, amen, a, a kind of a forecasting, amen, a, an indicator that there was 
something else to come. In Numbers chapter 14, verse 21, Bible says, But as truly as I live, as the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. All the earth shall be filled. All the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. The Lord, you can you can sense that the, the Lord was not content with remaining in tents and buildings. Amen. But that he had, amen, some other kind of glory available for the people of God. Amen. You can, amen, read as throughout the Old Testament, as you uh, proceed throughout the Old Testament, you could see, amen, when the Babylonians came and destroyed and, and, and seized Jerusalem, took uh, the children of Israel into captivity. Amen. When they were released from captivity, amen, they, they were able to reestablish the foundation of the, te- of the temple. Amen. Ezra chapter 3, verse 10 says, When the builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, they set their, the priests in their apparel with trumpets, and the, Levites, the, and the Levites, the sons of Asaph, with symbols to praise the Lord, after the ordinance of David, king of Israel. And they sang together by course in praising and giving thanks unto the Lord. Because he is good for his mercy and death forever toward Israel. And all the people shouted with a great shout when they praised the Lord. Because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. <laughs> We're going to pause before we go to verse 12. This was a momentous occasion. Amen. This is, amen, the establishment of the foundation of the house of God. After years of being separated from God's uh, glory, amen, the children of Israel, amen, come back to an old familiar, amen, plat of land, uh, and they begin to dig out, uh, amen, and begin to reestablish a foundation, amen, of a familiar structure, amen, this structure once held, amen, that glory of God, amen, this structure was a promise of what was to come, amen, this foundation, amen, of this house was to contain God's glory, hallelujah, hallelujah, amen, but you read on into the next scripture, verse 12, but many of the priests and Levites and chief of the fathers who were ancient men, these were ancient men, men who were familiar with ancient paths, familiar with the the old ways. They had seen the first house. Amen. When the foundation of this house was laid, before their eyes wept with a loud voice, and many shouted aloud for joy. Amen. I, I know this is preached on ad infinitum. I'm not trying to re-preach messages that you've already heard. Amen. But I want to... I want to underscore and draw a parallel to where we might be today. Amen. That these ancient men who witnessed the praises of God, and rightfully so. Amen. These individuals had, they were recognizing the return of the goodness of God. Amen. The mercies of God. Amen. After they had allowed their land to rest, which is the reason for their captivity. Amen. The Lord's judgment upon them. Amen. They had met everything right. Amen. They're coming to the house of God. Amen. And the mercy of God was abundant. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And they were magnifying God. Amen. They were glorifying God. Amen. They were starting to feel. Amen. That all glory. Amen. Come back. Amen. They were starting to remember what it used to be like. Amen. But there was some. Amen. Perhaps laying around an altar. Amen. In an apostolic church. Or on the pews. Amen. Crying and weeping. Why are you crying? What are you weeping for? 
Amen. Don't you see? We're closer than we've ever been. Yeah, but, but you don't understand. Amen. This used to be, amen, the place where God's glory fell. Amen. I remember the time where I did so-and-so. Amen. And, and this happened over here. Amen. And I brought my, my best lamb to the house of God. Amen. And the blood was shed. And it rolled down the altar. And I felt God's forgiveness. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Young men, I mean, you're not even close. All you've got is, a, all you've got is a, an outline. All you've got is a footer, if you will. All you've got is a beginnings. Amen. But we're a long way away from a real touch of God's glory. And I'm not satisfied. Let's not celebrate now until we got the walls up. Amen. Until we got it built. Amen. Until Jerusalem's secure. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, we're in, amen, the last days of the last days. Amen, I'm grateful, amen, for the glory that I felt in this place tonight. But let me testify to somebody. There is so much more than where that came from. Amen, there's so much more, amen, than just a few goosebumps, amen, and a running of the aisles here and there. Hallelujah. Don't, don't stop with just a footer. Don't stop with just a foundation. We have altars to build. Amen. We have walls to build. We have a brazen labor to fill. Hallelujah. 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 There were some old timers. Amen, that said, this is good, but not good enough. This is good. We're on our way. Amen, but there's a lot more where that came from. Haggai 2, verses 3 through 9 says, Who is left among you that saw this house in her first glory? You boys that are running around and jumping and making much to do about this foundation. Do you remember? Or were you even there? How do you see it now? Is it not in your eyes in comparison of it as nothing? Hallelujah. Not trying to discount your progress. Not trying, amen, to... Hey, to stop what's going on. But I want, to, I want to see how much further we can get. You can read that in these next few scriptures. Yet now, be strong, O Zerubbabel, saith the Lord. And be strong, O Joshua, saith the son of Jozadak the high priest, and be strong all ye people of the land saith the Lord, and work for I am with you don't stop working now amen, I am with you saith the Lord of hosts according to the word that I covenanted or promised with you when ye came out of Egypt, so my spirit remaineth among you amen, fear ye not for thus saith the Lord of hosts, yet once it is a little while, and I will shake the heavens. <laughs> I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry. I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come. And I will fill. Hallelujah. I'm going to fill this house with glory, saith the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine. The gold is mine, saith the Lord of hosts. And the glory of this latter house. Oh, I'm afraid. Amen. I see some of you grasping what I'm saying. 
Amen. But uh, perhaps some of you may not be. So let me try to make it a little clearer. Amen. When uh, Amen Haggai was prophesying to Zerubbabel, he was not only prophesying about a second temple in Jerusalem. Sister Sarah, he was testifying to Zerubbabel that there is going to be a greater house than even what Zerubbabel was building. Hallelujah. 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 He said the silver is mine. He said, the gold is mine. If I need a building, I'll build it. If I need a place, I'll make it. Amen. You don't have to worry about that. What I'm talking about is a glory much more than you can ever imagine on your own terms. The glory, not of this house, but of the next house. Not of this place, but of the next place. Hallelujah. I find it interesting that the prophet didn't say the glory of the second house. He didn't put a number on it, brother Brother Nelson. Uh, amen. He said the glory of the latter house, uh, the last one. Amen. The one that I'm going to build, the eternal house, uh, the one that I built uh, in Matthew chapter 16. Amen. Upon this rock, uh, I, will, I, will, I will build my church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I want to get that. I want to, I'm not stopping until I acquire what the prophet was talking about. Hallelujah, you can be seated. I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come. That's not a Jewish religion. That's not a, that's not, that's, that fits nowhere within Moses' law. Amen. Uh, yeah, I, I remember when Solomon prayed for the foreigner and the stranger that would, that would peruse their land. But that, that, that is not what he's talking about here. He's talking about a desire, amen, of nations. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and we will get a little bit clearer as we proceed. The scripture, amen, as we just mentioned, it was prophetic. Amen. In more than just one way. Amen. Haggai was talking about more than just uh, the second temple. Amen. The rebuilding of the second temple. Amen. It wasn't, uh, amen, only talking about that temporary, amen, and local place, amen, but he was talking, amen, about a new and spiritual temple. Jesus said in John chapter 17, verse 5, and now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self, with the glory which I had before, uh, with thee before the world was. Amen. Jesus is casting it back to a time, amen, when he remembered, amen, the glory, amen, the unstrained, amen, pure and holy glory of God. Hallelujah. And he said, Amen. Lord, Amen. Glorify thou me with thy own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. And he skips down in this same context, verse 22. And the glory which thou gavest me, I have given them. <laughs> that they may be one. Even as we are one. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm talking about the glory of this latter house. Jesus prayed, amen, that the glory would come. Jesus prayed, amen, that we would not be stuck in an old format. Hallelujah. Somebody give the Lord some praise right now. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. I don't know if you're seeing what I'm seeing. Amen. But the glory amen, that Jesus had while he was walking on earth. Hey, what, what did Jesus do? Amen. When he came and walked among us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What possessions did Jesus have? He said, I have all power in heaven and earth. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, amen, that I'm going to seek the lost. Amen. I'm going to seek and save that which was lost. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus came to earth, amen, to exhibit and to demonstrate to us what glory, amen, we may possess. Hallelujah. Amen. You can be seated. I mean, you're making me excited, so I got to slow a little bit down. Hallelujah. Jesus himself, just like Solomon, was praying for the glory to come. Just like perhaps Moses did when he erected amen, his tabernacle in the wilderness. Pray for the glory to come. When Jesus established his kingdom, amen, his church in the New Testament, prayed, send the, send the glory. Send the glory. Hallelujah. And it's a glory greater than what existed in the temple and in the tabernacle. Amen. Second uh, Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6 through 10. Amen. It says, as Apostle Paul writing to the Corinthian church says, Who also hath made us able ministers? Of the New Testament. Not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. Verse 7. But if the ministration of death, written and engraved in stones. It's talking about the ministration of the Old Testament law. If that ministration was glorious, so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses for the glory of his countenance. Which glory was to be done away. How shall not the ministration of the Spirit be rather glorious? For if the ministration of the condemnation be glory, much more doth the ministration of righteousness exceed in glory. In other words, Moses didn't have anything on the New Testament church. Solomon did not have anything. In all of his glory, he didn't have anything on what we can experience today. A beautiful temple, yes. Amen. Something that we refer to as principle typology, yes. Amen. But it does not even compare. If it were to be compared, it would be as if it were nothing. Hallelujah. There's no comparison is what Apostle Paul is saying. Hallelujah. I mean, I, I wonder if Moses, I'm getting ready to close, Sister Tori, Sister Goff, Sister Piano Player. I wonder if Moses was aware of how ahead of the times he was when he asked the Lord, Show me your glory. I, I think the Lord said, whoa, whoa. Now, nothing catches God off guard. That's not what I'm saying. But he said, well, I'm going to have to make an exception for Moses because he made this request. I want to see your glory. And I was ready and willing to show my glory through the structure of the tabernacle. But not on a personal level yet. But when somebody asked. Because I want it to, I want to share it so bad. I'm gonna fast forward time. I'm gonna let them see a glimpse of what the future will be like. I'm gonna let them go for the glory. I'm gonna let them, amen, pursue me a little further. Amen. Moses is gonna have a special touch. Moses is gonna be able to experience this for 40 days and for 40 nights. Nobody else on earth has that kind of experience. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But he said in Exodus 33 and 18, I beseech thee. <laughs> 
I beg you. I see the glory that comes down in the tabernacle. I hear, I hear, amen, the rumblings, the shaking. As the high priest enters into the holy of holies. God, I want to get there. I don't want to wait amen, another year. I want to see your glory now. Hallelujah. Amen. And because of that pure and holy desire. Hallelujah. God said, come on up here. I'll take a little bit of your time. My, my, my. Somebody ought to hear, amen, the burden of my heart tonight. Hallelujah. There is such, amen, an immeasurable, amen, amount of God's glory that's available, amen, at the true church. Hallelujah. Amen. We, amen, are not stuck with this Old Testament glory. Amen. But we can receive an exceeding glory. Hallelujah. Amen. A modern day Shekinah glory. Every time we approach his house, every time we darken these doors, it doesn't have to be us just going through the motions. It doesn't have to be us just shoving forward. Amen. Another week or another service. Hallelujah. We've done away with that old glory. Hallelujah. This is a new and a greater glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, I've heard preachers preach. Thank you, Pastor. Amen. For allowing me to attend Heritage Youth Conference. Uh, amen. Under the direction of Bishop Tom Johnson. Amen. For so many years. Uh, amen. Because it was in those services. Uh, amen. I'm ashamed to say. Amen. That I sometimes uh, waited until I. Amen. Crossed over the Western Kansas uh, border. Amen. Until I achieved uh, those moments in glory. Amen. But I'm here to tell somebody tonight uh, that you do not have to go to Heritage. Youth conference uh, to experience uh, your own Shekinah, your own resident, uh, your own, uh, amen, available, amen, whenever you need it, glory. Hallelujah. You demonstrated it in this service tonight. Amen. By approaching the house of God with that same desire, amen, that Moses had. Show me. Your glory. Show me your glory. I'm going for the glory. I don't want anything in this world. I mean, if I die, I mean, a poor pauper, all I want, I mean, in my possession is the glory of God. Hallelujah. Let that glory, that greater glory, I mean, appear here. Hallelujah. Where the lame are healed. Where the deaf are made hearing. These are his possessions. This is his power. This is his goodness. Where the drug addict is delivered. I'm talking about the glory of God. I don't know about you, amen, but I'm going for that. I'm not satisfied, amen. It's good. I'm not at all dinging us for what we did tonight, amen. This is a foundation, but let's go. Let's go for the glory. Let's go. Hallelujah. You can begin to play. Amen. Church. Amen. If we stop here. Amen. We haven't experienced that greater outpouring. Amen. We don't have to stop here. I wonder. I wonder if there are any old time apostolic men and women. Who remember. <laughs> do, do you remember brother self? Brother Nelson, you look like you remember. I remember when I was two or three, 
being awakened from my sleep. And this feeling all over my, I don't even recognize, I don't even understand. But thank God for godly parents that put me in the glory of God. I'm not trying to insult you, Brother Xander. But you haven't seen what God can do yet. But I'm telling you right now that God's got His hand on you. (laughs) And if you would go, go for the glory. (laughs) I beseech you, show me, show me. Show me, show me, show me your glory, God. He can do it. He can do it. He can heal. He can deliver. He can forgive. He can save. Come on, do you remember those days, church? How many remember? How many can bring to your memory what God did for you? How can how many of you can remember? Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I feel that old familiar touch. His mercy is real. Can you testify? His goodness is great. Can you testify? Perhaps this is why those old timers were weeping. Because they have a similar feeling to what you're feeling right now. Some of you young people haven't seen anything yet. (laughs) Come on, come on. Let's go. (laughs) Come on, that's it. Let's go. Come on, don't hold it back. Right now, His glory is available to those who will. Amen. To you, if you will, if you'll go.